Hello and welcome! Or welcome back to episode 15! <laughs> <laughs> the final episode of, of this season. Season. Season one, finished. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe we made it this far. I cannot believe <laughs> we made it. No, but I'm proud of us. I really think if we had just done this podcast like one, like if it was just me or just you, it would have been finished by now. But yeah, I would have given up. We kept each other accountable. <laughs> yeah, we are account- buddies. But it's been fun. Like It's actually been fun because you know what good. it is? It's our catch up now. Yeah. We don't see each other. So like this is the time we talk about everything. Exactly. So it works. It works. Mm. And I'm so excited for next season. We're moving on to bigger, better things. Yes. It's going to be more work for us, but it's, it's, I it's think going to be, be better for the consumer. So yeah, we're excited. And I'm actually excited because I think we're going to be able to share like little snippets that mm. aren't just the podcast. Yeah. But like it's going to be mainly the podcast mm. and like talking and like thingies. You'll so. see. You'll see. It's a surprise. Okay. <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> on that note, are we going to take a week off? So we're probably going to take a week off uh, from your guys' point of view. Yeah. So there won't be a podcast next week or an episode next week. Mm-hmm. But do not fret. Don't fret. <laughs> we will be back. And better than ever. <laughs> okay. So today, since it's the last um, episode of the season, we kind of, and nothing is happening in the world, guys. Like Amber Heard is happening, but it's her cross-examination. Right. It's like day one. It's not done. So but It's not much. We already know she's lying. We've seen it many times. Oh. The cross-examination is brutal. And that's it, really. Yeah, like, yeah. So today's episode might be a bit shorter than others, but it's okay. Yeah. I wanted to talk about this TikTok that I found. Maybe we'll insert it if I can find it again. So I'm about to retire and I wanted to share my retirement plan. Clearly, it's not what you would expect from a retirement plan. So buckle up because I'm about to describe my retire as you go plan we talk about retirement like it's guaranteed that we're going to get there but every day is not promised so that's when i became obsessed with this idea of retiring as i go like trying to figure out a way to actualize some of my gains as i go so that way i'm not waiting until 65 in order to do the things that i wish i could be doing now all right so here's the plan my retire as you go plan allows you to retire every four years. Work three years and you get the fourth off. Here's how you do it. First, you wanna figure out your MVL, your minimum viable lifestyle. What is the minimum amount of money that you need to have in order to maintain your ideal but minimalistic lifestyle? For me, that's about $50,000. So over the course of these three years, I have saved at least $50,000. So for me, that meant saving a little bit more than 15 grand a year. But the numbers are not important because your MVL is different from mine. You might only need 20K in order to maintain your minimum viable lifestyle. Arg, I'm running out of time. I'm going to make a part two. It was this girl that was talking about how life is short. I think one of her friends passed away. And then that made her realize like life is short and crazy. And like, what, why do we live in this world? And why am I working until I'm 65? And only then I get to retire and enjoy my life. Mm. So... Basically, her thing was, like, she's going to work for three years or four years, I think. I think Mm. it was work for three years. And the fourth year, she takes 
a retirement or a sabbatical kind of thing. And then in that year, she's traveling or doing whatever she wants. And um, I think she used the word sabbatical because she was like, in that time, I'm also going to learn new skills and grow my crafts and whatever, mm. study further or whatever I want to do so that the next year she can, if she wants to change careers, she can change careers or go into another field or whatever the case may be. So then basically re-enter the workforce. Re-enter the workforce. And yeah, a lot of people in the comments were like, this is amazing and so cool. Why didn't I ever think of that? And like, cool. Now everyone is just into this whole thing. And I was like, my girl. <laughs> um, okay. And then you said, well, she lives in a first world country. And it makes sense because I mean, in a country like this, it might take you a whole year just to find one job. So I think the the concept is very interesting. Obviously, I think there's there's comments to be made. Right. First of all, the work structure that we're working in has been set up this way mm. for years. Right. And yes, maybe there there needs to be some renegotiating around is this actually still working for the modern day person? Right. Things um, can always be shifted. Like that's cool. Yeah, and I mean we we've seen this now with like some countries implementing a four day work week and it actually going really well, or like some uh, companies doing it. You know, I think I think there there is some renegotiating that needs to take place. I just, as with the four day work week, I'm not sure when that will trickle down into our country. Yeah. Because we are not economically set up in a way where anybody has job security. And so for anybody to to kind of create a cycle for themselves where they remove themselves from the workforce for you and put themselves back in it, I think it'll be difficult. But I think if you have a job like if you there are jobs where I think it's possible. For instance, right. if you are the head of a department at a university. Because then you do get sabbaticals and you do get to take yeah. a sabbatical for six months or a year. So in that system, it will work. But I don't I don't think everybody's job allows that. I mean, you can't be an accountant for a company and say, I'll do your accounts for three years and then on the fourth year, I'm out. Girlie, yeah. it's all you. How does that make sense? Like logistically, I understand the idea and I'm mm. behind it. I'm like, this is cool. But logistically, it just makes no sense. Not in me. our country. Not in our country. And also like, what was I going to say now? Yeah, I also feel like then when you try to re-enter the workforce, won't, won't employers be like, what were you doing this past year? Well, then well, she can stay. You can stay. I was learning. Building my then. skills. But, but also realistically, like what skills are you learning that's only taking you a year? Mm. That are, That's like actually it. like fundamental. That's going to allow you to change career paths. You know what right. I mean? Like what are you learning in a year? Because yes. it's not going to be a degree. No, exactly. This is the other thing I wanted to say. That just blatantly shows that it's not going to work for us, let's say. Because she was like, okay, in the three years that you're working, you're going to save up the amount of money that... So in that year where you're taking your sabbatical, you obviously have, still have to pay your bills and all of that. So then she's like, you're saving all that money. And then she was explaining how much she's going to save. And then some people in the comments were like, how are you saving that much money? How are you saving that much money? <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I always find it so interesting when people say like, your emergency savings account needs to be three months of your salary. 
all your bills must be paid. I'm like, or like six months mm. of your, I'm like, <laughs> where, how are you saving yeah. six months of your salary? Your salary, your entire salary. That's just, and you're not using it to invest or no. to buy a house or a car or a focal. It's, it's just lying emergency. in the account for in case. I'm like, I don't know one person who realistically is doing that no. like i think everybody if they're saving that amount of money like three months salary they're investing it immediately into a business into whatever to make more that also doesn't make sense time. to me because in my head i'm like okay if i must calculate this now and save three months of my salary it's gonna take me six years by that time you're making more how are you saving it yeah i don't understand that either and there are people like oh i don't know what her name is it's a girl on tiktok um i found her a very long time ago probably in lockdown she lives a very simple life she grew up with two um accountants as parents she has very financially responsible mm. she st- entered the workforce like her whole life has been like set up around her money for her mm. and so she entered the workforce she studied for a job where she knew she was going to get a corporate job that's going to pay her enough money she entered the workforce in her first year of working her goal was to save a hundred thousand rand plus pay for retirement plus whatever mm. and she did that but like first of all she works she she is very um aware of the privilege that she has mm. in terms of like she didn't have to pay for her studies and stuff right. like that and that she got a job in a corporate company where she she's she works very hard. She works like I think she works like 14 hour work days. So it's not like she doesn't work hard. Yeah. But right. it's like so she lives. Now she got married. Her wedding was extremely budget friendly, but mm. like still beautiful and elegant. It's not like she's cheap. Right. She's but like just she's very smart with her money right so she like got a lodge that was beautiful they rented it out did a whole wedding there it was only like mm-hmm. 20 people because it was COVID time they yeah. ate the food that the lodge already made because it was lovely food um her yeah. dress she bought as a, it was a sample dress from a sale she mm-hmm. loved the dress she fitted her favorite food is lime rice so like if she goes out she pays like 20 rank for a plate yeah, of food i mean you can be you can come from a privileged she owns position and still be like money conscious. So now she's living with her husband. She has barely any decor in her house because she doesn't care about that stuff. So she doesn't spend anything on decor. She's paying like all this extra shit. And she decided like the one expense that's worth it is she wants a dog. So she adopted a chihuahua. Oh, it's the friendliest chihuahua I've ever seen in my life. His name is Herbert. I love that. He eats organic food. <laughs> And Perfect. she is willing to spend that money. It's like, she pays, like, I think her, her it's like half her food bill a month on his food. I love that. And he's made and stuff. And, like, that's her expense. That's yeah. her one expense that makes her happy. And so, like, I think if you, mm. you can be that person who lives, like, you know, very frugally and, mm. like, saves a lot of money. But I think even in that context, like, is it then just worth it to then take the year off and just spend that money? Yeah, that's my other thing. Like, now you're saving a lot of money because you're going to look after yourself for, for a year with nothing. No and income. hopefully you get a job the first month that you're looking for. Yeah. And then, like, you've saved so much money and now it's just gone. 
as well. You know what I mean? Like instead of there's, building onto your savings and onto your wealth and like investing or whatever you can do with that. No, there's nothing happening with it. It's, it's just, just like you're now caught in this constant cycle. Like, and I get it because it's like we're already caught in our cycle. So right. you're you're choosing one of two. It's like she's literally saying, yes, I'm willing to save this amount of money and sacrifice it or like give it up in the year yeah. because I'm getting to live my life in that year. Great. That is beautiful and lovely. And in the perfect world where things worked like clockwork mm. that would make very much sense yeah but we live in south africa this is a third world country if you get a job be grateful if you get enough that pays you enough just to cover your bills every month be extremely grateful yeah. that's not talking about enough money to save your entire year's salary over three years like plus pay your bills plus grow in wealth like i don't know how you're that doing that doesn't make sense to me like, in south africa i don't know how yeah. you're doing that and I think that's the thing, like, we've spoken a lot about this on this podcast. Like, mm. we're obviously more connected than we've ever been to, like, the world and through social media and things mm. like that. And, like, now we have this privilege to, like, see how the other people are living their lives and, like, see how other countries work and whatever. And then, but sometimes it really just doesn't make sense, like, when you try to bring it back home, mm. you know. And, yeah. But even, like, Europeans, like, sometimes I really don't understand how Europeans are living, especially in like countries like Sweden, where there's like all these things. Okay, you have nine months, um, what is it called? Uh, the leave you get after you have a baby. Oh, maternity leave. Yeah, you have like nine months maternity leave for the for the mom and the dad. I'm mm. like, yes, this makes sense. This is this is how it must work in an ideal world. Right. But how are you economically surviving, babe? Is it unpaid leave? No, it's paid, but, like, oh. how's the country living if it's yeah. sending people off every nine months or, like, for nine months to just live? Because the colonizers them. have wealth, babe. Like, yeah, <laughs> they, and, like, no, because Sweden wasn't always a okay, rich country. Well, yeah, Sweden wasn't always. I don't know. Dude, but it's like, not just that. Like, other countries, like, countries that weren't, I don't know how you guys function. And then, like, like a country like Amsterdam, yes, you're paying all this tax. I get it. People are complaining. 80% of your salary is going towards tax. It's horrible. But you, you, you turn, get to see the benefits. You, you turn, okay, first of all, no load shedding. Come on. Second of all, hmm. you you just live until you're 60. You retire and the government's like, shop. Here's your money every month to buy yeah. stuff. And, and it's enough money. Like It's, it's not, enough money. Yeah. They're like, and, and you break your hip, shop. Come to the hospital where you place it. One time. I think it comes down to uh, corruption. <laughs> <laughs> and having honest people in power. You know, I think it's so daunting that actually we read headlines every second day where it says, 26 billion stolen. And we're like, yeah. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> we're never shocked by it. No, it's not shocking, dude. And, you know, somebody must make... If you are an accountant or a... Somebody who's into figures, please do the maths. Do the maths of, like, let's say in the last two years alone. Okay, let's say from 2020, beginning of 2020 till now. How much money has South Africa lost to corruption that we know about? Because we know there's money we don't know about. That we know about. Because I'm willing to bet it's, like, billions. No, it's an insane amount, I'm sure. Yo, dude, it's crazy. Even Venezuela now. You know, most I went through the whole process of trying to get my passport, right? Because mm. my old, old passport expired and it got lost. Okay. 
cool. So now I'll go, I apply, whatever, you have to pay $200 and all this cock, cool, cool, cool. Now we've sent all our information through. Now it's in Venezuela. Now it's up to them to do the checks and to print it and whatever. My passport hasn't been printed. We did this whole process like end of last year. Cool. Now we're waiting. <laughs> Yesterday or last week, um, the director of like, he's the person that runs this whole business or company, whatever, that does the passports. Him and his daughter, his daughter was the HR lady, get arrested <gasps> because they stole $800 million. Nice. Oh. Now the whole passport thing is <laughs> fucked. So your passport is... I don't know where. If I send my $200, it's probably in the $800 million that they <laughs> took it, babe. I don't know where my passport is, when it's coming, what's happening. If you're getting it, if, if you're I'm getting, getting it this year, next year, what's happening? Because now they must, now this person's been arrested, now they're going through this thing, the case, now they must find someone to fill the you're position. the admin of things, guys. The one thing I can tell you, when people say, I hate admin, they mean like, they don't like filing their stuff. They don't like putting the emails in order. Mm. Nobody likes it. Guess what? But the real admin of life, like the actual admin oh. of home affairs, of contracts, of things like this. Now somebody's arrested. Now we need to, like, all this kind of, <laughs> The admin much. of it, dude. Because every single process takes at least two weeks. And now it must happen again. Now there's... Plus delays. Yes. Because yes. now, the thing is, okay, so here's the thing. I'm saying admin. My mom doesn't have fingerprints. She doesn't have fingerprints. What do you mean? So she doesn't have. Oh, her there's fingers nothing are there. smooth. Yeah. Mm. So now she was getting... I don't know if it was a driver's license or an ID or what. She was redoing it. They tell her, so now she goes. She's like, she knows it's going to be a process. She's there. I don't have fingerprints. You must help me. You must do this. They, no. How do you mean you don't have fingerprints? No, there's nothing. There's nothing here. No, wait. Now you must talk to the supervisor. Now the supervisor comes. Now they're filling in forms. Okay, shop. They send it in. Two weeks later. Sorry, ma'am. No, this isn't working. You need to bring us an affidavit. Now it's affidavit. Now you bring it back. I don't have fingerprints. What now is you're filling it. Hi, my name is this. This is my ID number. I do not have fingerprints. No so. fingerprints. Police officer, thank. <laughs> Constable, whoever. Surely she's the only person in South Africa with no fingerprints. No, lots of people don't have fingerprints, babe. But I'm like, that's the point. Like, the admin of it all. So now go... Because now you're you're not only like... The process itself is already long. Yeah. Now it's COVID. Now there's an extra process. And now there's an extra step because you don't have fingerprints. And yeah. we don't know what the procedure is. You or babe. No, it's too much. So now with this, it's the same. Yeah. Extra procedure. Extra procedure. Man is arrested. For no reason. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, honest citizens go and pay the $200 to get their passport and then it gets stolen. Hey, boo. <laughs> hey, boo. Some man is going on holiday. You or dude. And his, and his um, daughter. Apparently she ran away and then they caught her. <laughs> Crazy, dude. We must talk about HR. HR is a complete, is a, it's a very extremely controversial position, I think, in a company. HR. Why controversial? Because you're there to help the people, but you're not. And you're there to stop sexual harassment and from unfair stuff happening in the workplace, but really, you're not. The thing is, half the time, the people that are in that position don't give a fuck, so... And half the time, the people in that position are just there to protect the company, because if mm. they're going to go against the company, they're also going to lose their jobs. Yeah, true. Because they're not, like, I think HR... First of all, I think HR needs to be a thing at every company, because we have no regulation around HR in South Africa. Like... Whether your company has it or doesn't have it, it's up to them. 
So now, first of all, it must be. Like, let's say if you have more than 10 individuals working for you, you need HR. Finish. Then HR isn't employed by you. Like, you pay them, but it's employed by, like, the government or by, like, a union Mm. that sends you HR. And HR can go against you, babe. It can tell the boss, no. This is not the point. You're wrong. Because that's the point of it. And the boss can't say, okay, well, you're going against me. We're firing you and hiring Mm. a new HR that's going to be on my side. Yeah. No, dude, that's the thing. I've only seen one company do HR the way it's supposed to be. Bounce. Bounce. <laughs> Guys, by the way, Bounce Midland is hiring. Yeah, if you, if you would like a job at Bounce, I, I highly recommend it. Do it. I was telling my one friend, he was like contemplating, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And I was like, listen, honestly, you've just graduated. You're looking for a job anyway. Mm. You can do this in the meantime and still look for a job in your field. And it's fun. And <clears throat> and you actually get a real skills. Yes, it's not only fun and all of that, but also, like, the work environment itself Amazing. is just so nice and positive. And, like, they have, like, HR and things in place that actually work. And they work for you. There's, there's like, it's like a high school vibe, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, there is, like, skinning amongst the employees and, like, yeah. all the kind of, But if you think it's not like that everywhere else, you're wrong. Mm. So just go because the company is actually like good for it's you it's good dude. i was telling someone last night someone at my current job mm. um tore all their ligaments on their foot not at not at work mm. like somewhere else and i said to them i i worked at bounce in 2019 and i tore all the ligaments of my foot and she went oh no the medical bills i'm like it was covered by bounce paid everything my love yeah that's the other good thing about and bounce. not only that they pay everything all my medical bills everything covered they also paid me a salary. Like, they still paid me my money. Meanwhile, yeah. Well, you couldn't even work. You were at home. I was chilling. Yeah. No, dude, they're amazing. I freaking love them. And during COVID, they were paying us our salaries still. And you know, a lot of companies that hire part-time employees have a lot of excuses as to why they can't be UIF. They can't be coverage. And yeah. Bounce just showed me that whatever you're saying, you're lying. It's bullshit. It's possible. Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to do the you work. You just don't want to do it. Because they did all of that. Yeah. And they covered our first aid training and all yeah. of that. We got first aid training because you you're, you cannot work at Bounce if you don't have first aid, which is lovely and necessary because yeah. you are going to see injuries. Yeah. Um, so, A lot of them. <laughs> so pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. But um, yeah, so, you, so even if you only work there for like three months or whatever, you really don't have much to lose because you're gaining a skill. So you get to put, you have first aid on your CV. Yeah. And you work in an amazing environment where you're going to learn a lot from that and be able to take it forward into other workplaces. Like, I don't just say this. A lot of employers will say, you're going to learn, you're going to get so much experience working here that you can take forward, you can gain skills. And when we were doing the training, it was cringy for us because they would tell us, like, we're a bounce and we believe in this and we're Mm. whatever. And we were like, ugh, whatever. But it really really was like that. So, yeah. yeah. They have a very good culture there. Yeah. And, like, some of the things they do are a bit cliche. But what do you expect? Kids come and jump there, babe. Like, it's not... So, like, You're yes. hosting a birthday party. <laughs> so, they are going to be like, have kids, be fun, like, jump around, you know, be different. You're here to forget about the stress of your life. They are going to say cliche stuff, but, like, it's a kid's jumping place. Like, yeah. actually just do it. Like, it's fun. Yo, it's really yeah. fun. Just fully immerse yourself. Yeah. And... And their HR is hectic, eh? Like, it's so nice, but it's hectic. Like, she has a box outside of her office that has no cameras in the hallway yeah. so that you can go and put an anonymous sexual harassment complaint 
enter there or any other complaint or that you have. anything else. But she specifically put it there for any sexual harassment that might take place because she's like, we are a close-knit, like, bunch of people that all work together and have fun. And it's, like, not a very professional environment. Mm. So there is a lot of boundaries that get crossed. And sometimes you're okay with it. And if you're not, you should have a voice. Yeah. So, like, here's a box. And you don't have to come tell me about it. And you can do it anonymously and I'll handle it. Dude, it's so crazy. Because, like, at my work, the other time we had, a like, an, a meeting with everyone. And obviously there's, like, I'm a freelance employee at this mm. company. And, but the full-time employees, everyone is together in this meeting. It's like a meeting for everyone in the department. Cool. Now we're talking, whatever. Then they were talking about this app. They're like, remember, we have this app where you can mention anything that's bothering you in the office and like, cool, like kind of like that box. And I was like, this is so amazing. Why have I never heard about this app? And they were like, sorry, it's only for full-time employees. <gasps> You're like, but am I not part of this company? I'm like, but I still work here. I come here, if you not come to the more office? than the full-time employees sometimes. I still experience like some of the crap things that happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? You know, the thing with like apps and stuff, like, okay, I know there's a lot of talk about like HR will ask you to do stuff and it's anonymous, but it's not actually anonymous. Like fill out a survey on your superior and it's not actually anonymous, you know? But especially on like an app, it like scares me because like that's yeah. really not anonymous. You can I have to log my in with yeah. my email address. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, know. you know who's saying this. Exactly. It's not anonymous, babe. Yo, that's a bit hectic. You said you wanted to ask me my opinion on something. Okay, but it's completely off of this topic. Yeah. So somebody told me something. It's one of my friends. Um, I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but I you're going to meet her on Friday. I really like her. She's great. But... She told me something the other day and like, it's been stuck in my head. But I have to ask you like, there's like a prequel question to the question. It's, do you believe that there's a balance in nature in terms of you can't just have a good life? Like, yes, you can have the most beautiful, perfect, like happy life, but bad things are still gonna happen. Yeah. And negative things must happen because it's the balance of nature. Mm. So I believe that. I really do believe that. Yeah. I believe that. I'm not saying for, like, it's not equal weight. No. Like, every massively good thing you'll experience, you're going to experience a massively sad thing, but they will be negatives. No, there is balance. And it's yin and yang. Yeah. So this is what she said. She was like, the biggest manifestation tip I can give you is you mustn't only manifest what the good things you want to happen in your life. You must manifest the bad things because they will happen. And if you manifest exactly what you want, the bad things to be it's done and I think I'm like first of all how do you do that because I don't <laughs> want to be like manifest fighting with Ariana <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck but at the same time like manifest broken though <laughs> like at the same time something something makes sense here something makes sense but I'm not um, sure how okay no I think okay I think as humans we have a natural inclination to always, not always, but have a lot of negative thoughts. And even if it's just intrusive thoughts or whatever, like mm. we tend to think a lot of negative things mm. um, <clears throat> subconsciously, like it's not even something that we try to do. So I don't think it is necessarily a good idea to go out of your way. Like I understand what she's saying, but to go... But I don't think thinking is manifesting. Like I have to... I have to draw a very clear line here right i think like i don't think an intrusive thought is you manifesting anything no 
And I don't think you going, oh, my life is horrible and I'm unemployed and I'm never going to be rich and whatever for like in one day is is manifesting. Like I think there's there's intention behind manifesting that isn't behind those thoughts. So I think there's a very... You see, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I also believe like, not that you have to constantly police your thoughts and stuff, but what I'm saying is it's very easy to get stuck in like that negative thinking and spiral into always mm. being in that negative space and yeah. lowering your vibrations, which in turn doesn't bring like all the good things that you want to manifest into your life. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you, but that's exactly what, what is the thing about this. She's not a negative person. Mm. She is a extremely positive person. No, right. And she's never actually said anything like, you know how people will say like, oh, I'm so stupid. I'm whatever. She's never even like spoken anything bad out about herself like mm. ever so it's very interesting to me that she's said this because i think there's i don't know it feels like there might be something to it but not in the sense of like you need to go sit down and say i want to get into a car accident on wednesday <laughs> the third of june and i'm gonna break it though okay but did she explain how she does it no what? it was very fast like it okay. was in passing we were i literally said something about manifesting and she was like this is what's up i can give you and I was like, oh, God. Like, okay, we need to open up a conversation with her then on Friday. I think so. But I think it's like an interesting thought to have. And like, because here's the thing. I take a lot of advice from other people in terms of like things that they do in their life. But I don't use it the same way that they, they do. Mm -hmm. So like if I use like the core of it, someone will say manifest the bad things. And I will hear manifest some negative experiences. That's it. Like I, I if she says... I go and sit and I think that this person is like really bad in my life right now and I need to write down like uh, there's going to be a confrontation and that's going to be the negative thing I'm manifesting into my life. Like I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying like I think there is something to the idea of telling the universe or asking the universe for exactly what kind of area in your life you can have negative things like you can place negative things yeah i don't know how i feel about that i don't think i like it i think the way what i take away from that is just having an acceptance for okay yes i'm manis manifesting all of these good things but somewhere somehow maybe something won't go exactly how i wanted to um something maybe i'll get this thing like let's say i'm manifesting a new phone cool i might get the new phone and then a week later it's broken you know what I mean? But that's like, what I'm saying. I'm <clears> saying, <throat> I'm not saying you must go and write down, like, the phone must break. I'm saying. No, I know. What if that is you manifesting the bad stuff? What if you're manifesting, okay, I want a house and a what and a what and a what. And your manifesting of the negative, in quotations, is you saying, and if something's going to go wrong in all of this, let it be in the contractual process. Right. I see what you're saying. Because I understand what you're saying also, like, okay, it's so easy to go, oh, no, but I'm not in control of the negative. The universe hands me what she wants to hand me, <laughs> and it is what it is. But if we actually believe in manifestation, we believe that there is a, um, you have an influence yeah. on what happens. And so you then are, you can consciously manipulate some of the bad things that will happen to you i see that if you can if you can manipulate the good you can manipulate the bad right and in some ways i think it can be very beneficial to you to do that that's what i'm saying like mm. I'm, I'm saying it's much easier to go 
I don't want to think about bad stuff happening to me. So I just leave it up to the universe. Whatever happens, happens. If I manifest something and it goes wrong, oh, the universe wanted that to happen. Mm. But isn't it like taking accountability of your manifestations to also say, okay, I manifested all these good things. And if something was to go bad, it's going to go bad here. Right. See what you're saying. Okay. I like the way you phrased it now. <clears throat> but I think it's hard. It's, it's difficult because you don't want to dwell into that territory of right. like, just negativity but that's why i'm saying i think it just comes down to the like just having balance within yourself of knowing that and accepting Mm -hmm. that something things are going to go wrong like nothing is ever perfect or good or whatever so just having that acceptance and being open to it as well yeah but what i'm saying is just having an acceptance that bad things are going to happen is the same as saying okay well then i might not i might as well not manifest because i must just have an acceptance of the good things that happen no yeah exactly you want to you want to manipulate the good things that happen to you Mm. you want to have some sort of impact on it Mm. some sort of influence on it so should we not then take the same accountability for the negative parts of those things i see what you're saying otherwise it's kind of reckless to be honest it is reckless. if you really think about it it's kind of reckless but manifestation is reckless especially because a lot of people don't do it right or like so any spiritual thing is very reckless actually very reckless because the consequences can be severe or nothing at all mm. it's very reckless but you you sign up for those and you manifest the good so why would you not manifest the bad in some way and the thing is with manifestation is that it has to for it to actually be like have the outcome that you wanted to have you have to be extremely specific about it so then why wouldn't and you very intentional exactly so then why wouldn't you say oh well if something's gonna go wrong it should be in this step that's at least the easiest step yeah like you said. or like the first step like if something's going to go wrong about me buying the house i would rather have it not be the foundation being cracked i would rather have it be the contract is wrong mm. and doesn't go through and I don't get the house with a cracked foundation. Mm. <laughs> and I can just buy a different house instead right. of being in debt for a million years because right. my foundation is cracked. So, like, why wouldn't you take about accountability of at least some of the bad things or some of the negatives that come with positives in your life? And sometimes I don't think, like, like I'm saying, I don't think you need to write down, like, I want to be in a car accident. I want my best friend to fight with me. But I think sometimes you can sense, like, at some point, this person who's in my life there's going to be a confrontation with them because the way things are going, at some point we're going to bump heads and we're going to have to talk about it. I think that is something you can manifest and manifest it in a in a positive way because it's a negative thing that's going to happen, but you can manifest it in a positive way to say, me and Yanni, we're going to bump heads. And the fallout might be extremely negative for two hours and then we'll carry on our friendship forever and we'll move past that point. Whereas to just say, oh, okay, I'm just going to leave it. It just is what it is. Now you have a mush of falling out and you don't speak ever again. And it ruins a friend group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you if you believe that you can manipulate good things in your life and influence them, why wouldn't you believe that you could also manipulate the outcome of the negative things that will happen to you either way? That makes sense. Just having an internal battle. <laughs> it's difficult to accept, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to ask your opinion about it because I've I've been having the same. This is mm. this probably happened like a week ago that she told me this. Mm. So for like a week, at first I was like, 
Okay, bitch, no fucking way. <laughs> Are you no, I'm not gonna sit down and say, universe, please break my car. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Are you crazy? And then I was like, hang on. But actually, I can't believe that I can influence the good and then say, oh, <laughs> not the bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, like, we don't have, like, <clears throat> all bad things are not bad. You know what I'm saying? All like, negative things are not bad. All negative things are not bad. And I think it's just, oh, it's like that bias of like mm. it's almost like the way we look at emotions like it's look, almost toxic positivity yes like we look at anger and sadness and stuff as bad emotions mm. and we can't like and we've been taught that some emotions where we have to indulge in them and others we can't and we mm. have to just finish happiness you have to like ride out and make it big as yeah. big as possible and then sadness you have to suppress and keep it small and in a box and hide it away and as quickly as possible just get mm. over it and that's not it like you can't help the way that your your emotions like the way you feel them like and yeah. you can't force yourself to feel certain emotions and if you're going to be happy if you have the ability to be happy you 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 need to have the ability to be sad and angry right. and upset and frustrated so that's what I'm saying. It's the same it's way with balance. this. Right. And it's the same with anything else. Like, even with eating. Like, there's no good and bad foods. Like, mm. whatever. There's no good and bad exercise. Exercise mm. is exercise. Like, not everything has to have a moral, like, ground or whatever. So it's the same with energies. Because that's what manifesting is, right? Yeah. So you're manifesting what you label as negative. But it's not necessarily, like... It doesn't necessarily have a bad influence on your life. I think it comes down to what you, how you explained it of having control of where the bad things are not the bad things and yeah like like basically it's almost giving the universe permission Mm. of areas where bad things can be placed Mm. because they're gonna happen they're going to happen yeah they're gonna happen your life isn't great all the time wow i think it's interesting interesting discussion you know (laughs) i really thought it was this is insane dude it's changing my whole life yeah, so I thought, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, at first I was like, this girl's actually preposterous. Like, what's happening here? Yeah. What's she saying? She's just saying stuff now. And then later I thought about it because I was like, I see this girl. She's young and she's free and whatever. But I don't see, I see her as someone who has some insight into spirituality. Like, I see her as a person who has some knowledge and I don't. I wouldn't disregard her knowledge. So why am I, why do I think she's preposterous in this regard? And I was thinking about what, they, what she was saying and I was like, no, but go and think about negative things you want to happen to you because then it's going to just, what, what about the positive things? You can't. And I was like, but it's actually insane that, I, that we think this way. Yeah. It's actually toxic that we're like, you must only want good things to happen to you. Right. Because you know that's not the truth. And it's not that you want bad things in your life all the time. It's no. just being aware that they will come so why not place place them where, intention behind where them. you're okay with it yeah place intention behind them right. if negative things are going to happen in my life because the same thing with manifestation mm-hmm. right you're manifesting if this good thing is going to happen to me this is how i want it right mm-hmm. if it happens if it so happens that i find a house that i like let it go well if it so happens that a bad thing must happen to me let it happen in the contract but i think okay i think Maybe it's just a mindset shift. And my problem is with the word manifestation. Because the way I see manifest... Okay. For me to manifest something, I don't say if this is going to happen. It's It has happened. It, You're now 100%. Here. So but then are you saying my contract on my house is going to be fucked up? No, I don't think you're saying that. I think you're saying... I think it's if it happens. Because, okay, okay, manifestation, yes, you say, I have my house. But... 
you logically know that there's a chance that you're not going to get the house because the universe is saying no. Yeah, there's a better house. Yeah, there's a better house. Or whatever. And so that's what you're saying. You're saying you're not manifesting the negative in the contract has gone bad. It's if there's if there was anything bad about this house, the contract has gone bad. It's like putting T's and C's <clears> on your <throat> manifestation. Yeah. In somehow, some ways. This is interesting. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just no, saying right. it's a very interesting conversation. And it's an interesting point of view. <clears throat> and I think it's interesting to say, if you believe you can manipulate the good in your life, you must believe that you can manipulate the bad. Right. And so if you're not manipulating the bad or trying to influence the bad, are you just being reckless? Because you're saying, I have control. I have an ability to control. <clears throat> but I'm choosing not to. But not in this way. <clears throat> hmm. Which, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to consciously <clears throat> manipulate the way that it happens? Hang on. Why wouldn't you want to consciously manipulate the way that that happens? Mm. Right. I don't know. I, I thought it was know. extremely interesting. I haven't reached any conclusion other than I think it's interesting. I think it's a valid point and I think I must think about it some more. Yeah, I also want to think about it some more and do some research and try to find like... I've never heard this point of view If before. anyone else has ever spoken about this, because... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she got it from somewhere, or maybe she just thought about it herself. <laughs> I don't know. She has... She does have... I must say, she has very interesting points of view sometimes. The thing about her that I must credit, like, give her credit for, and I'm sure you'll see it, maybe not when you meet her, but eventually you'll see it. She's very... She's very aware of the human nature of people. She's like, we're flawed. Mm. So, like, we spoke about this today. I said, she's the type of person who will tell you, you'll say, yo, this person is fucked. And she'll be like, she is fucked. She is crazy, insane. Something is wrong with her. But I love her. <laughs> because when, you, when you've established a place in her life, you can be killing people and she's going to love you. But she's not going to close your bad. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not going to say... You don't do any bad. She's going to say, you're fucked up crazy. You murdered someone. I love you, but you got to stop doing that. <laughs> and she lets people take accountability in her life no matter what. Mm -hmm. So like if if she she can love you to death and you did something horrible, she's going to say, Yo, no, you must sit here and cry and suffer like it is what it is. Sorry, babe. Mm. Love you, but cry. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting point of view. And I, I think I'm attracted to people like that because like Bobby, my aunt, is, is very much like that. Mm. She's like... P things have consequences and if those consequences happen regardless of whether i love you or not you have to feel them you out. have to feel them and even if she can like bail you out i'm not saying she won't i'm just saying at some point she's gonna say you're babe sleep in jail mom yeah now you have to deal with it you brought this upon yourself yeah. yeah no i agree with that definitely and like yeah we shouldn't run away from like negatives in life because it's just part of life like That's you what said it's the balance like why are we so scared to think about negative things because we're like, oh, I don't want to manifest this happening in my life. And what if you did? Mm. What if you did manifest it? And then you manifest 20 positive things that are going to happen. Can you not deal with the one negative thing? Right. Like, it's also, in, a, in another sense, it's also about trust because I feel mm. like you have to trust yourself in dealing with things. Yeah. It's the same as like, I'm a firm believer of this. Like, you can't manipulate. So like, I'm choosing to be a best friend and I can't manipulate whether you're going to fuck it up or not, mm. whether you're going to hurt me or not hurt me or 
whatever you're gonna do or like stab me in the back that's what yeah. that's your you can't control other people's that's action. your action yeah i trust that when that happens or if that happens i'm gonna have, be able to handle it yeah and i'm like i am so i must trust myself also that like if I'm manifesting that the that if this house isn't the right one for me, the contract's gonna go bad, and the contract grows bad, I know what I'm gonna do. Right, dude, this is so interesting. I was watching a video about this girl, Paige Leal, <clears throat> and she goes to she's going to some therapy. She's autistic, whatever, all of these things. She was diagnosed with some other everything, everything you can think of. She has. <laughs> um, now she goes to this therapy session, like a group therapy for depression. And she says she doesn't think she has depression. It just comes from her anxiety, her mm. extreme anxiety. But anyway, nevertheless, she's in this session and they're just talking about like meditation and the thoughts and the whole thing of like having good and bad thoughts. And like, you can't control your thoughts and whatever. And intrusive thoughts. And it's the same with like being in depression. Like what, so the, the facilitator asked them, what do you guys do when you're in a deep depression? Cool. I go for a walk. I make myself a salad. I spend time with my dog. I spend time with my family. Okay. Then they go. And after you do those things, is your depression gone forever? Like yeah. now you're happy because you went on a walk. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's just accepting that with every bad, there's a good. Mm. And you can manipulate some of it. Like, yes, yes. The walk isn't going to make me happy forever. But it's going to give me a break. I'm yes. going to take it. I'm going to have some clarity. Not and it's forever, going to give me control over the situation. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. It's like taking a walk. Life is crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and I just want to say for, for people watching that aren't like very, very close to us. If you're like, these people are talking about manifestation. What the fuck? We talk about manifestation because we have manifested everything we have. Not a word of a lie, guys. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, now, because, okay, we've manifested <laughs> insane things. But what I'm saying is there are a lot of things that we've manifested that we haven't gotten and we're confused. But there's a lot of negatives that have come up, in, mm. especially over the past year. Mm. That we're like, why is this happening? It's a roadblock. What's going on here? Mm. And what if, not saying, like, it's we did this ourselves, but just saying, like, if we if we had had this knowledge before and we were like, I manifest this and this and I manifest the negative to happen here instead of where it is now. Yeah. Wouldn't that be better? Right. Wouldn't that be something you can anticipate better? Mm. It's almost like scripting your life. Yeah. Mm. But instead of just scripting the good, you're but at the end of the day, if you're a character, you need character development somehow. <laughs> like, where's it's the gonna come. From? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and healing yourself is a journey for life. And like, mm. no, like, finding who you are and like all of these things. It's a journey for life. Like, it's never gonna end. So, and honestly, sometimes, like, I think sometimes the thing is we know what. I'm gonna use the word negative just because that's what we've been talking about. But it's not necessarily negative. But let's say. I know that this friendship in my life is not good for me. And I know I'm like, I'm, I don't know how to end it. I can't just go and say, I'm going to end this friendship. But I know it's actually keep holding me back. And I know if this friendship ends, I'll grow from it. And probably it'll probably help me in some aspects of my life. That is something negative you're manifesting into your life then to say, I want this friendship to end. That's a negative thing, but it's actually not negative in your life. Mm, it's giving you a positive. So like, those would be things that I feel like you should be manifesting them. Because if you're manifesting them and you're very specific about it, you don't always know how it's going to happen. Though. Mm. So like I can say, I want to end this friendship. I want to end it before this date. It needs to end because of this, whatever. It has ended. And it's going to come. 
they're yeah. gonna be fucked up and i'm gonna say you're fucked up and i don't want to be your friend anymore like <laughs> yeah i see what you're saying you must think you must think <laughs> big brain time <laughs> you must think wow okay cool okay cool thanks for joining us um <laughs> to the girl that said that you know who you are thank you <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> a baddie cool wow okay lots to think about Okay, lots to contemplate. <laughs> Listen, guys, love you. Love you. We'll see <laughs> I you. I feel like Chakola. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you inside. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> no, for real. Love you guys. See you next season. Different, yes. different place, same time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you said. Different time, different place. <laughs> same people. <laughs> <laughs> well, same place for us, but not same place for you. Yeah. Cool. Enjoy your life. We'll see you again. <laughs> Love you, come again. Bye. Mm -hmm. Namaste. Namaste.